0: Another The Arsenio Buck Perspective episode, man. I just want to say thank you so much for those of you who are tuning in. I got some folks from Denmark now. Again, this isn't obviously as big as my massive uh, ESL podcast, but man, this development helps me to develop to even give more value over there and to all the businesses that I, you know, of course, train at around here in Bangkok and hopefully. Around the world soon, as soon as COVID just gets the hell out of here. Big shout out to Pfizer, by the way, and the other place. I forgot the name of it. I think it started with the M. Guys, we're going to be getting a vaccine soon, so I'm very, very happy. Don't listen to any conspiracy theories. If you want to travel, you take that goddamn vaccine. <laughs> vaccine gonna be what? $30 hospital bill can equal $1,000 plus death. But anyways, guys, that's another topic for another day. If you're not following me on Twitter, guys, I got some fiery five to 10-minute snippets on over there. They come up only and exclusive to Twitter. So make sure you follow me over there so you can actually get these snippets. They're both personal development mainly, in a little English language. Um, I'm starting to build that up because I just love Twitter. I don't know why. I just love it. But anyways, with that being said, guys, let's focus. I forgot one question for the last podcast, so I must apologize first. Yeah, I kind of fucked up, guys. I fucked it up pretty bad. But nonetheless, here I am. Boy, I got my energy back. Boy, I got my energy back. And plus, I'm going to the beach tomorrow, so I'm a little bit excited. Fucking focus. Okay. As a matter of fact, you guys are listening to this on Monday. Happy Monday, but I'm actually recording this on Thursday. Happy Thursday. Uh, And so with that being said... Here we go, question, or the last question from the last podcast, if you had the opportunity to get to know the people in your travels, how did that change your assumptions about them? Have you ever approached a situation and then you ended up assuming something about someone, you went up to that someone, or you ended up talking to them and then they were the most amazing person in the world? I'm gonna give you a really good example of this random thought just came to mind because all these little thoughts started coming and I'm like, oh, that was a really good one. So here I am, I went to the second floor of a place that I used to work at. It's called Future Fuck Park, Rangsit, the worst place in the world outside of Bangkok. Who cares? But anyways, I needed to buy some new shoes. Now, normally here in Thailand, you got these girls called pretty girls. Now they're not, they're just like, uh, it's so sad to say this, but they alter their skin tone by injecting themselves with what they call is gluta, but it's actually just cancer-inducing agents. But nonetheless, they're tall, they're very white-toned, and they're very beautiful looking. But again, they call them pretty girls because they are announcers, they are presenters, right? So they get special gigs, and if you walk into the malls, they're advertising something, they're they're very beautiful, but the chances of you talking to them is next to none. So I go into this place, right? And I'm looking at these shoes and I saw this girl, she was advertising the shoe. I'm like, man, I'm not talking to her. She looked at me. I was like, no, you're just a pretty girl. Get the hell out of here. I know what you're about. Boom. There goes the assumption. The guy comes up to me and, in wrong. Again, I'm not going to label him regardless of what his sexual orientation is. I get the best service from gay men anyways. So big shout out to all men who prefer men because they give me the best service. I don't I don't know why, but they just got, maybe because I'm handsome as shit, but they give me the best service. So big shout out to all you guys out there in Bangkok who may listen to me over the next 3 million years. Um. And so he came up to me and he's talking to me. He's like, oh, this, that. And the girl, she saw us interacting and just saw how the energy that we were giving off. So she came over and I just kept, I just kept ignoring the hell out of her. And then the guy, he said something to her and she's like, hey, how you doing? I'm like, oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm good. Uh, uh, how would you learn English? And I hurry up and switched up the narrative. See, I went into the situation assuming that she was a pretty girl and that she would never give me the time of day or even say hello. But she ended up speaking amazing English and she was a beautiful soul. Motherfucking Arsenio. God damn. Let me give you another one. Out of all the free consultations I gave during the month of August, it was bullshit. Like, uh, again, I was like reaching out to, again, it wasn't my demographic, like I told you guys, right? And towards the end, I had canceled an appointment with this Nigerian woman. Now, again, you guys automatically assume, just like I do, just like the rest of the world does, Nigeria equals bad. Nigeria equals scammers. So I canceled it. And then next thing you know, I got a Gmail email. A Gmail email, okay, an email on Gmail. And she was like, Cressinio, I saw that you had canceled the appointment. I'm like, oh shit, I said, damn, I didn't even know she's gonna email me back because your profile looked fake as fuck, you know what I mean? On Facebook. So I'm like, all right, okay, let's schedule it up. Sent to the Zoom link, she came on. And I was, she was like, oh, yes, I'm from Nigeria. You know, and, uh, again, I can't, I can't do the Nigerian accent. I try to. It's really funny. And I make fun of some South African people I know because I make them, I assume that they sound like that, but it's absolutely incorrect. Um, but she is a financial advisor at an investment firm. Now, a lot of you are like, well, maybe it's not true. Based on her English and her cheerfulness, she was amazing she was very nice and out of all those consultations i did 25 of them none of them came back in regards to me get, you know me getting money out of that let's just automatically assume they helped me just a little bit with my podcast plays okay on my ESL podcast so philippines just a little bit and then you had uh, saudi arabia uae and that's because the nurses live there other than that and i can only assume i can only assume that it's them Because I don't know who it is that's listening to me in those countries. But that Nigerian woman was probably the last one of that last batch. And I only did maybe three others for the remainder. And she was like, oh, you know what? I'm interested. Okay, I'll come back to you when I need to, you know, get an extra class. And I'm like, oh, my God. Out of all the people, out of all the Filipinos, the Vietnamese, and everyone I trained, she, out of everyone, the Nigerian, ended up... Like, she, well, again, she didn't come back. But it's the fact that she was interested. She was the only one that asked. Well, there are probably a couple of others, just two out of 25 others. But, again, I mean, this is why I don't – oh, man. It's, it's, it's a tough – you know, you, you can't just keep doing shit for free. But luckily now I'm starting to get people who are tuning into my, uh, my. You, you know, they're emailing me. They're all these other good things. So again, I'm very grateful. But at the same time, you just, it, it's, it's a grind. It's a grind because I'm like, you know what? I ain't going to keep giving all this free content. So I'm only going to do a little bit of this. And then I said, you know what? Let me reduce this by about 80% because you guys are all freeloaders. You know what I mean? So anyways... The opportunity for me to meet people while doing that. Let's focus on the core. At the, let's focus on the core here. Me meeting these people, the Pakistani that try hagg- haggling me the fuck down, right? I realized that the Egyptians were very pushy. Uh, I realized that, you know, uh, the, the, the Indians, they were, very, they were very nice. But again, they got their free thing and then they left, never came back, right? Except one teacher. Um... And there were a couple of others, but it opened my mind up to saying, okay, even living here in Thailand, well, I assume that beautiful girl over there was just a complete asshole, but she wasn't. You know, the most beautiful Thai girl and one of the most beautiful women in the world I've ever seen was at a gym, but she looked stuck up as hell. Didn't speak to her though. So I could only assume, but if I had approached her and said, Hey, you know what? I never seen you around here. Where are you from? because you know uh, you look like you might speak english oh my god yeah i, I could have done that i could have done that but i assumed the worst so again it's all about shifting it it's about shifting those assumptions how can we stop ourselves if we believe something it's like when jack canfield was standing on stage giving a presentation somebody was in the back with his hands crossed you know hands crossed you know over his chest and he looked very angry and when in doubt, check it out. Jack Canfield went over there and said, hey man, you know, I just saw that you weren't very engaging and you looked a little bit upset and the guy just dropped his jaw. He let his arms loose. He's like, no, I'm actually dealing with the chest cold. Boom. See, we assume the worst, don't we? So now it's about shifting. Think about the different routes. Let's say, let's, let's give something very basic, like in terms of going home. See, this is why I love going on detours right? But I told you guys, or maybe I told, you know, I talked about probably about five times in my ESL podcast over the years about a route that I had always taken before December of last year. And when that train wasn't open, that road was suck ass. It was terrible. That's all there is to it. Even with this intersection I'm living at right now, it's a suck ass. So why am I telling you this? Well, think about all the routes you take to go home, to work, or wherever. Are some ways more complex than others? Or is one way sometimes more convenient than another? Why or why not? Ask yourself. Ask yourself. So think about it. Complex? I know that I would get more irritated taking the bus all the way up the road and always saying to myself, this bus driver's a slow-ass bitch. He a slow-ass bitch. You a slow-ass bitch. You a, bitch. You a motherfucker." I get very angry because I know that he drives unbelievably under the speed limit to try to just pick up a bunch of random people on the road to increase the, dude, you're making 33 cents a pop. And I don't know if you're even paid hourly. So why are you even slowing down like this? Bus number 56 and 28, they don't do that. And one's private and the private buses they have, they're notorious for doing that. So what the fuck, bro? So what do I do now? Well, to be honest with you, I just said, fuck it. I'm going to cut my losses. I'm going to pay an extra dollar, 30 cents. I'm going to take this quick ass motorcycle taxi, which only, uh, you know, this light is a piece of shit, but drives over the goddamn bridge in less than two seconds. And I get on that train, three stops is six minutes. And then I go downstairs, I catch the beautiful private blue uh, blue buses that have just come out. That takes me right to the front of my job in less than like four minutes. Guys, I get to work in like 20 minutes now. But there were times before that train route that it would take an hour and 20 minutes. Before that train opened up, it would take an hour and 20 minutes because the unbelievable traffic at one intersection before the second, the second to third, the, 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 the last, the second to last stop that I would have to get off, it was notorious for sick-ass traffic. And so again, <clears throat> more complex than others, why? Then ask yourself, have you ever found a new way home that you didn't know existed? That you didn't know existed? And again, what were the unexpected feelings of traveling on different routes? So sometimes I'm out of control and I'm like, bro, why don't you just go on this road when I'm taking a motorcycle taxi? Nonetheless, it's a flat rate. But I'm like, bro, what are you doing? This is so stupid. Oh, oh. Oh, oh oh! damn, that was quick, okay, well, damn. You see what I mean? So we're uncomfortable when we take a different route because we automatically assume that it's gonna take longer versus always going on the same route and because we assume that saying this is the only route, this is the best for me. Do you guys understand what I'm saying? Ask yourself because those unexpected feelings, they always have a tendency of saying, you know what? I'm assuming the worst when I take this route, guys. To get to the main international airport from here, I have to take this train, and I know it won't break down. Although it is a piece of shit, okay? It likes it has a tendency of just being dumb, okay? It has a tendency of showing up two to three late, two to three minutes late. But I know that train is going to take me to this other train, which is called the Airport Rail Link, and that will get me to the airport. Uh, Yes, there are horror stories of people being trapped on that train for six to 12 hours. Yes, that's during heavy rain days. I get it, I understand. Anytime I take that train though, it's all good. But what if there was an unexpected turn? What if there was a, oh, well the train isn't open and my flights earlier. Oh shit, I'm gonna have to take a taxi. What are the feelings that come to me? What are the feelings that come to you when you end up doing something unexpected that you don't wanna do? You assume the worst, right? But little do I know, the taxi might get there quicker. But I automatically assume that he's a fucking asshole and that he's going to try to jip me away. This is why I love the Grab, which is similar to Uber out there in America, because I pay a flat rate. And I know that he will get me there and I can follow those directions to get there. But I've never done that. Because again, I feel like that's not only an unexpected, you know, that, that's literally... 95 times, 95, oh my God, no. That's probably about, oh man, to be honest with you, that's probably about 500% more expensive, right? Than taking the train. And you never know about the unexpected traffic. And if I leave late, I'm fucked. You guys get what I'm saying? So again, I'm gonna top it off with this question right here. Think about, the way you interact with people. We're switching, we're going from transportation now we're going into people. Think about how you interact with people. Are there several ways to approach them? What new ways might you try? Have you ever been, and this is what happens a lot here in Thailand, but I've always asked myself and told myself, well, they're not in charge. I'm not gonna get mad at them. Again, if there's constant drilling in this condominium and it's coming from the parking garage downstairs, it's not the staff who I'm going to complain to. They only work here. I want to talk to the main asshole of Aspire. I want to cuss his ass out. See, when, I, when the train fucks up, which, they, which it does probably three times a year, and you gotta, there are massive delays, maybe you got to walk, who knows what the fuck you got to do. I want to complain to the main asshole. I don't want to complain to the staff. The staff's not in charge of the trains. When there's an Apple product, you know, and if I have, if, if something's wrong with my phone, I'm not going to complain to Thai people. Thai people don't create Apple. I want to talk to bitch-ass Tim Cook and those little goon fucks over there because those are the motherfuckers. No, I don't want to talk to China. They're the ones that create the phone. I know what Tim Cook is behind. I want to talk to the main asshole. So when any time, uh, this is something I had to fix over the years because- I had a tendency of getting mad at the people who I shouldn't get mad at. Now, if someone's making my hamburger and this happened five years ago and there are, t- there are seven people working behind the counter, one's on her phone, no one gives a fuck. Yes, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cuss you out. If my food's right there and you're the only person between me and my food and you're fucking with my time, I'm gonna get a little mad. That was five years ago. I don't approach situations like that as often anymore. There have been a number of occasions back in 2013, 2014, 2015. Hell, even if I believe last year, if I'm not mistaken, was it last year or two years ago? Maybe it was about two years ago because I had to get my last visa, 2018, and I had my, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is two years ago where I had to deal with a very disgustingly angry person. Right? She was one of the worst women I've ever met in my life. Congratulations, Thailand. Congratulations. But again, was there a way for me to feel empathy for her? Yes. Did I? Yes. I was sitting there and in my mind, she's like, I don't care. I don't care. It's not my problem. Not my problem. And I saw that, you know, the people behind her were looking at her like, wow, what a bitch. And these weren't even foreigners. These were the own Thai people. and the other government officers. But I looked at her and I felt, dude, she's going to die miserable. I got empathy for her. It's not about me. But guess what? At the end of the day, bitch, you're going to stamp my shit and I'm never going to see you again. And I'm just going to wish you the best of luck. I really am. As much as as I just want to throw some boiling hot water in your face. No, no, that's too brutal. Uh, As much as I want to... Nah, boiling hot water. That's just too much. As much as I just want to just kind of just run over your feet with my luggage. This is something I would do like on a routine basis about two years ago. Like if you get in my way and you're just on your phone and stuff, I'm gonna give you a nice little heart, a little shove, you know, a little shoulder, bam! Just to say, hey, you gotta wake up and you know, you gotta respect other people's you know, time. But the way to approach them again, here, man, I'm telling you here in Thailand, I, I don't know how to approach people in other countries, you know what I mean? But here in Thailand, it's kind of easy because if I were to go, it, like, I just, I always, I always want to make people laugh, right? So if I go to McDonald's and the little short girl, I could tell that she's smiling at me, but again, the mask are on, but I always make her laugh. I always make her day. And the way I give her my money, you know, she laughs again, and that just, you know, I always go into. There are several ways to approach it, but I always want to approach the situation whereas I get an emotional reaction. So when she goes home at the end of the evening and say, "You know what? I had a bad day, but that crazy ass black dude, he was so funny." You see what I mean? There are new ways that you could try. What new ways can you try interacting with people? Uh, you know, like just giving an extra thank you, giving an extra hello, saying. Something saying, Excuse me. Like, I saw two years ago, there's this blind lady that lives in my condo, and she was very, very grateful two years ago. But now it just seems like there's a really negative ball of energy around her. But it's not that I feel obligated to help her, but it's me being that good person. But now when I help her, she just, I feel like she does know my presence, I feel like she does see me, or at least something. I don't know her, but, you know, today at the elevator, I saw her coming out and I knew that she was going to have problems with the door because the door, I had problems with the door. But, you know, after she had opened the door, it looked like she looked over her shoulder at me with a straight face, but I don't know if she could see me. So I assumed that, Oh, oh, damn. Well, I ain't going to help you no more because you don't, you're not as happy as you were two years ago. The other time I would open the door and you would say, Two years later, I'm like, oh man, well, Dan, you ain't so nice. You know what I mean? Like you used to be nice, but you ain't too nice anymore. Now, Arsenio, are you doing this for the reaction? Because again, if I see a girl on her phone and she just thinks she's all that and a bag of motherfucking tricks, I'm a, <laughs> when I open the door, I ain't opening the door for you. I'm opening the door for me. Damn Arsenio. Nah, fuck her. Okay. Y'all don't know how it is out here. In America, we say thank you. In America, we say thank you. If you don't, there's gonna be some words that might be flying out. Again, yes, you would get this going to casinos out there in Las Vegas, you get the big booty hoes, you know, the big breasted hoes, and they walk it in trying to get all that attention and you hold the elevator door open for them and they don't say anything. You'd be like, well, whatever. (laughs) You say it under your breath and the next thing you know, an argument happens. You say, nope, don't say anything to me. Don't say a goddamn word to me. No, I don't go through that, but I know sometimes if someone holds that door open, I'm going to say thank you. Happens to me all the time now. It does. The majority of the, 80 80 to 85% versus like 20 fuck all percent like five years ago. When I go work out and she holds that door open, I say thank you. When they hold that door open, when I go into the elevator, thank you. Hold that door open over here, over there, thank you, thank you. Sometimes they say thank you back, sometimes they don't. Sometimes, I I don't even need to acknowledge it, but I'm just saying, guys, how can you just improve your overall well-being? Who do you wanna be to the planet? Are you that person who's gonna hold the door open? Are you that person like me who's gonna hold the door open for specific people at specific times? Are you that person who's gonna be courteous at all times? I can't do that, okay? I know I live here in Thailand and I know people are assholes. Okay. And I know they're assholes. Oh, see, I'm assuming. Oh, you you see what I mean? I'm catching my own stuff and my own goddamn assumption. So this is a lot of work that I need to do. I do have a problem with assuming things. I do. You know, when I get to the elevator downstairs, I hurry up and jump in that bitch. You know, sometimes I I wait and I don't even want to get on with people. It gets, I get real annoying. I, I get real annoyed getting on with people uh, for some, you know, and I do see dudes for the the most the weirdest or the oddest ways in the world. But they look at me and they're like, "Oh, you know," and they they, they go from one direction and they come back into the elevator. That's the hell's wrong with you? I said, "See, there you go. You know why? Because he want to get on. Because he want to try to talk to me. It ain't that type of party, brother. I, I don't roll that way." Now, you got to respect me, motherfucker. Now, now, regardless, you know, like, if, you, if I press the elevator thing and you get in and then you try asking me, hey, you want to get on? Uh, hell no, nah, i get on the next one. What the hell's wrong with you? I know what you're trying to do. It ain't that type of party, brother. You got to get your ass on out of here. All right? I got respect for everybody, but you got to respect me. I ain't that type of brother. You already know. I'm not walking around with all this and looking all, uh-uh. No, no. Okay? So respect me. Respect my values. Now, if you walking out the other way, you see me, you come back and you're smiling. It ain't that type of goddamn party. What you doing? Now, oh, you're assuming that he likes you. Yeah, well, goddamn. Uh, you want me to give you stories? Y'all back the hell up off me. Y'all know I'm all about the women. So, okay, look, we're just going to keep it that way. It ain't that type of party. So, That's a lot of work. You guys now hear me. You're like, damn, Arsenio, damn. Yeah, there's a lot of work that I need to do inwardly. Is that something you need to do? Check out the questions on my blog, thearseniobuckshow.com. Stay tuned for more coming up on Wednesday. And boy, y'all just better stay tuned for more. (laughs) Over and out.